Matt Davenport with DW Radio, and I'm sitting across from Jordan Merrill, author of Becca's Dance and Katie's Wind. How are you doing today, Jordan? I'm doing good. This is a nice day. Good. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, so I've got some questions for you. Um, just general interview questions. Uh, we'll, we'll just cut through them, and you just take as much time to answer all of them as you can. Good to know. Um, what inspired you to write your first book, and what was your first book? Uh, the first book I wrote was Katie's Wind. And what inspired me to do it, I was uh, 60 when I first wrote it. Uh, I wanted to be a writer since I was in high school, but I married young, life got in my way. I, I raised family, kids, dogs, husbands. And uh, when I turned 60, I decided if I want to do it, now was the time. It was just my husband and I, the kids were grown and everything. So Katie's Wind came to me in a dream, and it's the first book that I picked up the laptop and wrote and I stuck with it until I completed the book. It's the first book I completed. But that's not your first published book. No, my first published book was When Dreams Change. When Dreams Change? It was a novella that I wrote and I was having trouble writing POVs, um, point of views. So I wrote When Dreams Changed in one person's point of view so I would get used to doing that. And uh, that's how Dreams Change came about. Um, and Katie's Wind just came out. Katie's Wind had to wait for her time. And I had a lot of people that critiqued it, and they made me change it so much that I lost my Katie. So I went back and wrote it, the story, the way I wanted to write it. Because after writing, she's my ninth book, after writing eight books the way I wanted them written, I found out I liked my way of writing. Good. Discovered yourself. I did. That brings us to my next question. Do you have a specific writing style? I usually have a good storyline. I am uh, influenced by Nicholas Sparks' books. I like a good love story. And I do have sex in my books. I'm no, no way close to erotica, but there is sex in the books only because I feel I like to build a relationship, and when a relationship gets to that point, I feel you need to put it in the book. Uh, how did you come up with uh, the title for Katie's Wind or Becca's Dance? How do you come up with your titles in general? They just kind of jump at me. Okay. And I usually have uh, a tag that goes with them. With Becca's Dance, it was uh, the journey of life is not about the path traveled, it's about the dance. That's how it became Becca's Dance. And Katie's Wind came from the fact that love doesn't always come as it should it meets barriers that makes it change directions like the wind okay so that's kind of where the titles come from great um is there a message in your books that you're trying to convey or are you just trying to tell a story i think i'm a storyteller um i do want to convey that um i, I like my characters to be very real my women to be very strong uh, my man to be understanding, um, and I like to write about life as it happens. It's not a fairy tale, but it's not all crud either. It, yeah. There's goods to life. Life is good, and so I like to make a life good. You have to do your hard parts in it, and things happen, but um, you get you keep going. You get past them. I, I have had several people ask me if they were based on real facts. I've been married to the same man for 49 years, and these are just um, stories that come in my head from different movies I watch, songs I hear, 
things like that. They're just stories. They're not based on any fact. Katie's win is probably the closest to hitting home because I did write about Des Moines. And if you're from Des Moines, you will recognize the places when I put them in the book. Uh, what books have most influenced your life? Influenced my life. I don't know. The books that influenced my life, the best one um, was The Dance of Anger, which is a nonfiction book written several years ago that um, told me that I had a right to be angry. I grew up in a generation where women weren't supposed to be angry or get upset on anything. And I found that everybody else can get pissed off. I can get pissed off too for no good reason. So that was a big influence in my life. And another one is, um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it talks about fear and mainly how you um, should trust your instincts. So it's, it's a self-protection book for women. I think every woman and child, girl child, should read it because we are brought up to be nice and kind and there are sometimes we need to just be rude and get away from people because they're going to hurt us. So those are two non-fiction books that influenced me. The Great Gatsby to me is the greatest love story. I just, I fell in love with The Great Gatsby and um, the Nicholas Sparks, I believe The Notebook was the first one of his that I read that I really felt. Did you like the movies? The, I do like the movies. Great Gatsby too? Oh, The Great Gatsby with Robert Redford. Oh my God, yes. Oh, I yeah. was meaning the uh, Leo DiCaprio uh -uh. one. Robert Redford. Now you sound that, like... That, <laughs> that, was, that was done so well. The Robert Redford one was about the love story and the, the error at that time where the rich got richer and the poor got poor. And the rich had their own set of you know, values, not even values, their own set of rules that they went by. Last one with Leo, I felt was more about Gatsby's demons. And in the book, they, um, Fitzgerald did write about um, his demons, but I connected more with the love story. If you had to choose, which writer uh, would you consider a mentor? You can say me if you like. <laughs> A mentor. Um, I have so many that have added to my uh, journey in so many ways. You being one of them and adding to um, more the uh, technical side of writing, which the business side of writing sucks. I want, I love the creative side. The business side frustrates me. But I know it's part of the game and I, you are an expert on it and you help me get through that part. Uh, I have met many, I travel a lot. I have been to New Orleans and Mexico and, and um, Canada and, and uh, Vermont and I meet other kinds of writers and they influence me with what they write and how they do it and their love for it. So um, I don't, I can't say I've had one specific mentor. I read new books right now. I don't read. And I feel bad about that because I was an avid reader as a young mother. Because when I had kids, uh, all we had on TV was soap operas. So I read Gone with the Wind like in two weeks. Uh, I was always picking up the bestsellers. I read a lot of 
uh, Harold Roberts, Sidney Sheldon, um, Victoria Holt, um, the popular writers back then. And I read all the time. Now I feel guilty if I read that I'm not writing. So I don't read like I used to. What uh, current projects do you have wor working on? Yeah, what can we look forward to from Jordan Merrill? Uh, Jordan Merrill is doing a uh, 1800 historical fiction about the um, whorehouses in New Orleans that I'm, I, I, the idea just popped into my head. I'm having a great time writing it. I'm having a great time on the research. It's a story of uh, a young man whose father's a gambler and teaches this young man how to gamble. And I think the working title right now is The Son of a Gambling Man. Do you see writing as a career? Yes. I retired to write full time. I was a library uh, for Des Moines schools. And I loved the job, books and kids. I mean, I love books and kids. So, um, but when I hit 65, that was the goal I made at 60. At 65, I would retire and devote full time to writing. My next goal is in two more years in 70. I have to reevaluate whether, um, how I want to continue on with my career, but I don't think I'll ever stop writing. I love it, it's in your blood. When you know you're a writer, you'll always be a writer. Awesome, that's a good answer. If you could do it all over again, what would you change? Your, would, you change would you change anything about your latest book or any of your books? No. Do you recall how your interest in writing originated? I originated in high school. I remember I had to write, uh, uh, I had to do research for covered wagons. And my it was a term paper and I wrote a story about it. That's why I turned it in and did all the footnotes and everything about the covered wagon. And I knew I liked to tell stories then. Um, I tried writing longhand, but I, my mind and it just didn't connect. I tried writing with typewriters and that still didn't work. It wasn't until I picked up a laptop with spell check that I find I could get my mind and fingers and everything to coordinate together. Are there, what kind of challenges do you meet in your writing? Is there anything particularly challenging that kind of slows you down or really stumps you when you're writing? No, I do not get writer's block. I have so many ideas in my head, I can't get them all out. So I don't get writer's block. The only thing that blocks my writing is everyday life. You know, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, I'm a great-grandmother, I'm a wife. Uh, you know, it's just everyday life will stop me from writing. But I, I still have four or five stories I would love to get out as soon as I can sit down and write them. Um, what blocks me the most in writing is <clears throat> marketing, how to get the exposure out there. Um, I want my books out there uh, in a very massive way. Not that I think they're so great, everybody will love them. I just want them to have that chance. They're kind of like your children. You want the opportunity there for them to see if they can do whatever they want to do. And that's, I think that's how I feel about my books is I want the opportunity, I want the exposure and the opportunity for them to go out there and for people to enjoy them. So you said you've been to a lot of different states, you've traveled a bunch, um, do you do a lot of travel concerning your books? All my travel mainly is concerning my books. Okay, what kind of, what kind of, what's the destination and what's the plan when you get there? Uh, usually I'm going to some kind of a conference, I travel by myself, a lot of times I went to places 
I didn't know anybody, but I would meet people there. And uh, writers um, are, are very open and friendly to other writers. And um, um, my destination was to learn. I wanted to meet um, successful writers to get the vibes from them, to learn how they did it, to to feel like a writer. I, I wanted to feel like I was a writer. And I do feel that is what I do. I am a writer. Who designed your covers? L.J. Rossi. She's a friend of mine in uh, Wisconsin. She's a, a fellow writer. I met her probably six or seven years ago. We kind of, she's one of those people that come into your life that you feel like you've known forever, like in a past life or something. You just, you know this person, your souls connect. And her and I connected that way. And she is magnificent with my covers. I just... She knows what I want. Do you have any advice for other writers? The best advice I ever got was write the damn book. Don't worry about the grammar, the spelling, the storyline. Write the book. You can always go back, add to it, take away from it, correct it. But get the story out of your head and down on paper, computer, or whatever. That's the best thing you can do is just write the story. I have a lot of people that come up to me and say, I've always wanted to write a story. Then just do it. Just write it. Then, that. then you can go back and make it better. And if it doesn't make sense, make it make sense. I'm not big on outlines. And I saw one woman who had like a three-page spread of outlines and family and people and all that. She hadn't even started writing the book. Now that slows me down. If I've got to put all that out there, I'm not ready. I'm tired of writing about the book, you know. I just write the book. Give me an elevator pitch for Katie's Wynn. Katie's Wynn is a woman's fiction book uh, about an older woman who falls in love with a younger man, and it is about how the stages of our life dictate the choices we make. If somebody wants to find you and your books, or just your books, you don't want people hunting you down, where do they go? I have a Facebook page. That's where I do most of my activities. I do have a website, jordanmerrill.com. I have a blog. I think it's jordanmerrillwordpress.com. I don't know exactly what they call it. And, Google Jordan Merrill. Huh? Google Jordan Merrill. Just Google Jordan Merrill. Actually, there's a lot of stuff listed for me. I am the only Jordan Merrill, the way I spell it, in the world. Can I, you spell that for us, please? J-O-R-D-Y-N-M-E-R-Y-L. Okay. And... Uh, I Googled it and I was the only one in the world that felt that way. Awesome.